Welcome to Judge Me Not, a safe place to have real conversations with real-ass people. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Judge Me Not podcast. I'm your host, NBD, and today we're going to be talking about child support. (sighs) This is a topic that I see all too well up and down my timeline. This is a conversation that I've had with uh, numerous of people, those above the poverty level, those above, below the poverty level, black, white, custodial, non-custodial, and um, yeah, it all is a headache for us all, (laughs) irregardless of our differences. If we are a part of this institution, then we know the struggle all the same. So before we dive into my not so popular opinion and perspective of this topic, I wanted to provide you guys with some facts. (laughs) So I did the liberty to do some research because I'm a nerd like that to just get an understanding of child support, the history of it and how we got to where we are in present day, right? So it was established in 1975 under President Ford, who was um, a product of a divorced family whose father failed to um, commit to his financial obligation once he left the marriage. So in the beginning, the main goal for child support was to reduce the welfare aid and basically pay back the government for the welfare benefits that the custodial parent needed to receive in order to support their child. Now, for those who you don't know, the custodial parent is the one that basically the kids live with. They make the majority of the decisions and bear the majority of the responsibilities. So the non-custodial parents, i.e. those that are not in the household with the children, not all the time is it male, but Statistically, it's majority of the males being the non-custodial parents. The goal in 1975 was to get them to repay the government for the welfare that the custodial parent had to receive, right? Because of the rise of divorce um, between 1960 and 1970, the households were absent of the fathers. This meant majority of the women that were not in the workforce went below the poverty rate. In 1983, 72 million families were led by women and one out of five had no male present at all. And these numbers, the 7.2 million and one out of five are specifically to the black population. So... Welfare tripled between 1955 and 1975 due to the absentee fathers and the high rise of divorce, right? So 25% of children, this is according to 2021 statistics, 25% of children that receive child support are under the poverty line, right? Even though they're getting child support, they're receiving government assistance, they're still under the poverty line. Make it make sense. But moving along, 
So the main goal was to pay back the government for the welfare um, benefits that the custodial parent received. There was no financial aid directly given to the non-custodial parent like it, well, I'm sorry. There was no direct aid given to the custodial parent like it is in present day. So present day child support works as there is financial aid that is given to the custodial parent that is taken out of the non-custodial parent's check. It is a percentage of that percentage that is obtained by the government. Not a hundred percent of the money pulled from the check is actually given to the non to the, I'm sorry, to the custodial parent. The government still takes out a piece of that money to make sure they're getting paid back for the government assistance that the kids are receiving, such as TANF, food stamps, child support, CHIP, free lunches. So they got to get theirs, right? So although it's getting taken out of your check, it's not hundred percent going to your child. So for those who feel like, well, I pay child support. I shouldn't have to do anything for this child that I birthed. Well, um, the money that you see coming out of your check is not going all the way to your child. So, and if your child is still under the poverty level, I advise that you might have to do just a little bit more, but in 2021, the government kept a hundred points 38 billion dollars of child support funding. Yeah. That's a lot. It is. So, um in 19 between 1970 and 1990, the government decided to put in harsher reinforcements to get the non-custodial parent to make sure they are doing their financial obligation to take care of their child. Mind you, 25% of parents that receive child support are still under the poverty line. So they felt like they needed to be a little bit harder to make this happen. So that's when they started to do things such as wage garnishing, suspension of driver license, both personal and professional. And even some states will report to the credit bureau your lack of payment on child support. Some states also utilize public shaming and they release visual um, images of the parents that are not paying child support, such as kind of like, you know, you don't want to do it. So we're going to shame you into doing it. And last but not least, incarceration. Out of the 5% of dads that have been subjected to incarceration, 15% of those five are actually black fathers. Hmm. Think about it. So let's make it make sense. If I'm already struggling to survive and I am trying to make a job, but I'm getting paid minimum wage, you guys are garnishing my wages to the point to where I cannot stand and pay my bills on my own. So at this point, it is kind of like, why am I working? Even if I fall behind, you guys are going to take my license, which I need to go to work, or I need to actually do my job if I am a professional driver. Um, not only will you take my license, you're going to take more of my paycheck than um, I agreed to. And if that isn't enough, I get laid off, I get hurt, I get sick, I have a mental issue, and I cannot work, I go to jail. So not only will I still won't be able to contribute financially to my child, the parents of the 
custodial parents still would have to rely on government assistance and my presence at all will be completely removed. So some people believe that child support really was put into place um, for the minority families, right? As another rule and regulation to remove the black male out of the household and make it difficult for them to enter because being a single black woman, aka mother, you actually benefit more from the government than having a complete family. You get food stamps, you get Medicaid, you get housing, you get all these other benefits if you do not have this black male involved, right? Even if he is involved and he is playing an active role and being the father and co-parenting, if it is not on paper and the government does not have a part in it, you still cannot receive government assistance without formally putting him on child support. So I provided you with the facts. You can come to the conclusion that you want to come to on why child support was put in place um, and if it is actually doing what it needs to do or not. But now we're going to move over to my personal perspective on child support. So we're going to break it down in levels because, um, yeah, when I initially um, had my first child, I was very young. I was 18. I really didn't understand, like most of us, that I'm going to put you on child support is the first thing that we say, or the men, oh, I'm going to put myself on child support because I don't want to do. That's our first go-to without actually knowing what we're signing the fuck up for. Um, It was actually an idea by my son's father to put himself on child support. I was like, okay, whatever. I go along with it. We signed up for it and it has been a journey. Personally, I feel that if you can lay down and procreate with someone, then you should be mature enough to come to an amicable agreement on the upbringing and mutual responsibilities of this child that was birthed together. That's my personal opinion. And if you can't financially support these children, then perhaps you shouldn't be procreating at all, right? (laughs) But I've never been one that solely depends or relies on child support simply because I understand that it is fickle. Life happens. Jobs isn't guaranteed. Get sick. Whatever. When I did 100% rely on it, I always found myself in a bind. I calculated this money to support my children or to pay a bill. And then when it didn't come, there I was without any means to pay what I needed to pay. So that's that part. However, I do feel that there are a lot of women that manipulate the system of child support to an unfair advantage of fathers that would like to be active and they use it and the government has allowed them to use it as a tool of isolation to the fathers, right? It is such an ugly tool that is so harsh on fathers that really want to be a part 
of their child's life. I personally feel like the presence of the father is needed more than the financial responsibilities, but that again is my perspective. An absentee father with financial um, gain received still leaves a huge void in these children's lives, especially when the finances isn't being utilized in the manner that it needs to be used, right? So that being said, I feel like if you get pregnant and this man has told you that this was not a part of his plans, he would like for you to, you know, excuse me. I had to get something to drink. He would like for you to utilize your pro-choice rights that you have. Um, it makes these very clear in the beginning. And you choose to ignore what this man has told you before you bring life. You cannot be bitter and give this man hell. You technically chose to have irresponsible sex with a person who told you they were not ready to be a father financially, mentally, spiritually, but you did it anyways. I don't feel like these women should legally be able to hold these men accountable for choices that they did not want to follow through with. So not only are you mad because they told you and they stuck to their guns. You had to endure nine months by yourself. And now you're facing the responsibility of being a single mom by choice though, because he told you. So now you want payback. And now you want the money, but you don't necessarily want to make his life easy. So you're constantly, you have the power to keep him in court, to keep looking at his finances, to keep making his life a living hell. Right? I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. And that's just my opinion. And it's a lot of really good men that have this horrible stigma on them simply because the woman chose not to listen to the man's input. I believe if you have cho pro if you have a choice of pro-life, it should be 50-50. You cannot have a baby by yourself. So the man has just as much input as the woman should. Yes, it's your body, but it's his sperm and it's his obligation after the fact. So his input should be considered and valued just as well. But let's go ahead and move it along. I know I probably upset some of y'all with that, but you know, hey, I'm looking forward to the feedback and the comments. I do feel that, um, it's unfortunate that there are a lot of women who do not receive the aid that they need to in order to provide a comfortable lifestyle for their children. The men who continue to have a plethora of kids with no means of supporting them, I do feel like... Um, they should have to get a vasectomy. <laughs> I'm just being honest. And as well for the women, if you're continuing to, to give birth to children, but you need to rely on the government um, to the point that you cannot use it as a stepping tool to get back on your feet 
and to be a conducive person in the economic system and give um, and not just receive, then maybe you need to get your tubes tied and stop having kids, right? (laughs) Because child support is to get money back from welfare receipts and also give you a financial stipend to take care of your child. If you have a man who's making minimum wage, which is what, seven, eight bucks? I'm not sure. Um, how much do you think you're really going to get from that check, right? I know I've received checks for like 50 bucks sometimes. <laughs> and not only did it limit me, but it, it was just like, what the fuck? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? So it got to a point for me that I chose to not rely on child support or government assistance at all, but do the work that needed to be done and take full accountability that I procreated with this individual um, before I was mature enough to understand the responsibilities that came with being a mother and being a provider or without completely understanding who I procreated with and how it would affect the child and me financially in the future. So I took accountability of that. And I did what the fuck needed to be done in order for me to survive without the government, without the male. You want to be involved? Cool. You don't have the money, but you still want to be involved? I'm cool with that too. But what I was not going to continue to do was miss work, to go to court, knowing I'm only getting $30, was call these people and harass my children's fathers, um... And just be stressed out and overworked and still trying to make ends meet. It just didn't work for me. If it works for y'all, hey, more power to you. But I feel like that was the easier route for me. I personally feel like the institution of child support, one, puts them all up in your business, but it sets a divide. It sets a divide on how to parent your child, when someone can have access to your child, where you can move, where you can't move, what school you could go to. It's just, do you really need some white people telling you how to raise your child? And if you do, then maybe you should question, were you ready to have kids and should you be having more? That's just my opinion. Um, I don't feel that women should be able, or fathers, custodial, I don't feel the custodial parent should be able to receive child support and deny that child access to the non-custodial parent. A lot of you heifers, well, men too, are using that because you're bitter. Another Gatorade break, my bad. But you really are hurt that the relationship didn't work out or perhaps the individual moved on and they are living a life that you thought you were going to receive, hence why you decided to give them the birth of the gift of life. But it didn't happen like that. Shit happens, life happens, it is what it is. So you want their money, you want to make their life hell, but you don't want to give them access to the child. That makes no sense to me. I despise women like that. Um, and I feel like they should be punished legally for doing so. So the thing is a lot of that don't know is once you, you know, 
agree to the child support. They give you a contract. And if you don't have your contract, I need for y'all to get your contract. And in this contract, it basically breaks it down. If you're on child support, whether you're a non-custodial or custodial parent, if the custodial parent did not receive 100% of custody, they could be the custodial parent, but they don't have 100% of custody. 90% of people who are on child support have 50-50% joint custody, in other words. So that means legally you are entitled to see your child, irregardless of the bullshit that the custodial parent is talking. And they can be punished if you want to take it that far. A lot of these people do what they're doing, not only because they're bitter, because they know you're not going to put in the effort to fight them back. And at the end of the day, we're so worried about child support, the money, welfare, bitterness, baby daddy mama drama, and we're forgetting about the child, right? So I need for you guys to find this contract, read through this contract, see the rights that you're entitled to and quote this contract to them. Quote this contract to the custodial parent that is giving you hell. And if you really, 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 really want to be involved in your child's life and you're having issues, there are so many pro bono lawyers that will help you um, basically punish this individual for not um, following the contract in regards to visitation. I had to learn this the hard way. Um, several thousand dollars and court appearances later, but it works. You just need to know what you signed up for and use it to your advantage. But that being said, on the flip side, there's a lot of men who have multiple kids and know exactly how to manipulate the child support to work in their favor. What do I mean? <laughs> child, when I tell y'all, one of my children's fathers knows how the ins and outs of child support. He knows how many months he can work and then not work in order to not go to jail, but to not also give financial um, responsibility or aid to his child. Not only that, he knows, <laughs> he knows he has the right to play a part on anything. So I can't say, okay, I want to take my son out of state without his permission. Even though you're not financially helping with a Mimi Tata thing, but he knows how to work it to his advantage. So I say all that to say, think about it before you sign up for it. Is it really going to be worth it in the long run? I personally feel like if the non-custodial parent ain't making at least I'm going to be honest, 40K up a year, then you really don't even need to go through the hassle of child support because um, you're not going to get anything back. With COVID, there really aren't any harsh um, reinforcements. They're not putting these men in jail. Uh, I mean, so I'd be like, what's the benefit? Now, I understand everybody don't have the same hustle mentality to get it how they live and make ends meet on their own and you do need government assistance and you do need um help nothing's wrong with that because trust me if i can get some stamps sister would love some but you have to be mindful of a game plan do you want to be on child support forever 
Is it something that you want to do until you finish school and then petition to be released from the child support? Can you really have a conversation with um, the child's father or mother and make an agreement in writing on your own? This is still legal and law binding. This is still something that you can utilize in the court systems without actually going through the institution of child support. It's all up on you. These are choices that you have to think about. But moving along to you heifers that get good, 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 good child support and using it on everything but taking care of your child, baby, it is a hot, molten place waiting on you in hell. And y'all really make it hard for everybody. I mean, you just do. Child support is to support the child. Now, I do feel you can use your child support to pay your bills. Hey, you got to take your be The baby need a house. The baby need lights. The baby need hot water. It's still supporting your child. Now, what I don't think is for um, is to buy you name brand, get your hair done, get your nails done, and your child is still being neglected. A lot of y'all walking around here with neighboring bags and your children ain't had their will child's checkup and looking like they are below the poverty level and you still getting government assistance. And I need you to make it make sense, sis. Please do not brag about being statistic. Don't give us a reason to hold their nose up at us. But that's something that you have to deal with in yourself. If you feel like what you're doing ain't wrong, then hey, more power to you. But what I will say, when these kids get up a certain age, they're going to start asking you for this child support money. And the response that you give to them will reflect on who you are as a mother. You feel what I'm saying? Now, I'm currently in a situation to where I haven't received child support in like a year. It is what it is. I'm still going to get it done. Now, if I receive my back pay, which will be a lump sum, I'm going to give a portion to the child because they're of age to utilize their money on their own. And then a portion is going to me because I've been paying these bills and doing everything by myself. <laughs> I feel like this is money going back, but I have taken care of my child this entire time. They look good. They're well behaved. They're fed and all that. And they still have gotten a portion of this finances also. But that's just me. <laughs> Well, that's my opinion on child support, and that's the history of child support. I am so curious to get your guys' feedback on my perspective, your perspectives. Let's talk about the topic of child support. Thank you guys for tuning in, and until next time, stay safe and lead with love. Hey guys, if y'all want to keep up with me, you can follow me on social media platforms. I'm on Twitter at judge me not also on Instagram at judge underscore me underscore not me is spelled M I I, or you can follow me at N V D E N V I I D E E. 